0: it is monday november 16th this is jaguar's happy hour jaguar's happy hour is presented by jet home loans and now a guy with multiple fractured ribs and a punctured lung Oh wait, that's his fantasy quarterback. Yeah,
1: thanks. JP
0: Shatter. It <laughs> didn't work
1: out so well this week. Welcome in, Jaguars Happy Hour. Presented by Jet Home Loans on this Monday. After the Jaguars loss in Green Bay, we've got a busy show for you. Coming up, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli, as we always have them on Mondays. We'll recap the game and plenty more. The offense fell short, the defense played better. Special teams were positive, a 91-yard punt return touchdown for Keelan Cole. We'll get to some social questions. We put the bat signal out earlier in the day. We've got some responses, and we'll go around the AFC South, get the all-important divisional power rankings and the not-so-powerful draft order. And we'll go around the NFL in week number 10 as well. Pete Prisco, Tony Buscelli with us after a Jaguars loss to the Green Bay Packers, 24-20. Let's start, though, guys, with Doug Marone postgame yesterday. Yeah, some guys played better. Some young guys are getting some experience. Things overall looked better in the game. But at the end of the day, a losing result. And Doug Marone interested, last night at least, in only the final result, the loss. Every time you play and lose, for me, I'm not going to talk about
2: anybody else. It's something that's in my soul that just gets ripped out. So that that's how I feel. So it doesn't matter whether it's this game or the other seven before it. And it's something that you can't replace. At least that's how I feel.
1: I appreciate the question, though. Head coach Doug Marone, last night, they've now lost eight consecutive games there, Pete, and a little well, frustration that coming out. Doug
3: Marone? Doug Moreau no longer has a soul then. <laughs> <laughs> that's not very nice. Pete. Wow.
4: Well, he Pete. just
3: said He just said his soul gets ripped apart every t- piece by piece, it's gone, every loss, it's done. It's a lot nice, of losing. To me. Well no, but it's a reality. Um, look, you feel for the guy. you know you, you know he's competitive as hell. That's who he is. and there's nothing he can do about it. Nothing. Uh, I mean, that team went up there and actually fought and they showed life and they showed a little spunk. They were jumping around. They're just not good enough. And so from my standpoint, I was watching it yesterday and I said, "Ooh, step in the right direction. Some young players look like they're getting better. There's some enthusiasm. They look a little. And then they lost. It was the best of both worlds. It was another win. He, He might not feel it. But the community feels it. What if they had won that game? Well, he'd be happier because listen, he's looking at his,
4: the,
5: the the immediate. I mean, if you go one and fifteen, most guys don't keep their jobs after one and fifteen.
3: Not keeping their job at two and fourteen, Tony. <laughs> well,
5: <laughs> and it's not funny for Doug because they put a lot of work in, it. and I give Doug credit, man. I mean, he's got this young team playing hard and they're just not that talented in certain areas. And they played as, I mean, I don't want to say as well as they could, but pretty dang well got turnovers. No one turns over Aaron Rodgers. had a punt return for a touchdown. I mean, the weather that kind of brought the teams closer because weather does that, you know, bad, uh, bad, uh, you know, um, field conditions and everything else and wind and wet and like, you know, kind of, um, shortens the margin or narrows the margin between teams all the time in the NFL. And, and I think he caught a, you know, a green Bay team looking a little bit ahead. You know, I'm not thinking much about it. You know what? And they didn't win and that hurts. And because you put a lot of work in Pete, as you know, these teams, I mean, it's, these guys are working hard. I mean, that's one thing I hear consistently out of the building, not being there, but here from people, I trust that this is a team that they put it put in the work. The guys are working hard. They're in the classroom. And when you don't get results, which is ultimately the only thing that matters, man, it makes it hard. And I worry about, you know, because you look at the last two weeks, had a chance to tie the game at the very end against Houston, fell short, had a chance to win it. You had the ball in your hand yeah. with it in, the, in their territory with a chance to win, and you don't. And now you have the Steelers. And what I worry about is, boy, do the guys start saying, like, what do we have to do to win a football game? Yes. You know, and that's what, you, man, you just hope that despair doesn't set in because then it becomes really difficult. I mean, I, I'll never forget that 95 season when we lost seven in a row and we're an expansion team. That's seven in a row. Now, it was hell because we were in full pads every single day, including Thursdays. Um, <laughs> and it was
3: miserable. I mean, you worked your tail off and you lost every <laughs> – you just kept on losing. Well, they, they've outdone that one already, the seven in a row. Oh, it's brutal.
5: I, I feel for those guys down there because, I mean, I thought they played hard. I thought they were physical. I did they, too. They, they brought the fight, you know, and we'll talk about the quarterback. Well, I'll say this about the quarterback. Someone asked me. He's like, well, what do you think? He took a step back. I'm not sure he took a step back watching the tape, to be honest with you. Because, you know, at home, perfect weather against a bad defense and a bad team, that's one thing. Going up to Lambeau, wet. Cold and howling wind. Ball, I mean, Aaron Rodgers ball is being affected. You can see it early. He had a, a maybe a touchdown to the tight end, I think, on the first drive, and the ball just was flying all over the place and missed him. Aaron Rodgers never misses those guys. And I watched I watched the young quarterback. Two good defensive ends. The tackles were getting squeezed a lot of that game, especially in the second half. And he never, I mean, he's stepping up into a crowded pocket and trying to fire shots. And his eyes never went down. He never panicked. You know, the one interception that he threw to um, – uh, It was high
1: Yeah. And, it was, and no, Eifert, it wasn't Eifert, Eifert high. slipped. It was
5: not hot. Eifert oh, that's, slipped.
1: That's right. If
5: Eifert, if Eifert doesn't slip, I'm not saying it's completed. It's not intercepted because they're at the mesh point, and it's a contested ball. Right. I mean, and he's throwing that before Eifert ever comes out of the break like he's supposed to. The ball he threw to Keelan
3: Cole on the slant down there, yeah, please tell you right. That's a big time throw. That I looked was at that throw. Tiny. I looked at that throw and I said, "Wait a second, where's that one going?" Because there was a bunch of people
1: there. Right, there was a lot traffic. of people.
3: <laughs> I mean, just smoked it in there.
5: You know, the he underthrew the one, but it's in a howling wind, he threw it 50 yards in the air, and the ball just hung up there when uh, DJ charged. Tu- that would have been a touchdown. It would have been a touchdown. I mean, so I watched how that kid played, and I'll tell you what, I was impressed. You know, because he stayed.
1: Yeah, does he stay would, as a starter? He's
5: he starting. If I'm the head coach, he's starting. Me too. Right now. 100%. I think, he, I think he gives you a better chance of winning.
1: The rest of the I year. I agree. Or, yes. Now, Doug already said he's starting this week against Pittsburgh because Gardner's going to start throwing, but you'd start in the rest of the year.
5: I mean, right now. I mean, obviously, here's the great news. I mean, it's not – I don't think – I mean, if you're asking me right now, I don't think either of these guys are your future franchise quarterback. No. I mean, you're, you're – you dra- I mean – if things go like how it looks like, you're going to be – Well, I would almost be, last
3: Monday, you almost, had the, the banana, you almost had Trevor Lawrence, the Jets. I
5: mean, I mean you're going to – but my point is, right now, you're going to be the underdog to every game you play. Right. Um, it doesn't get easier. You know, as the season goes on, I hope no one gets hurt because this team has no depth. And And so as you go through it, you know – you know, you're going to draft a quarterback early in that first round. That's what you're doing.
1: Pete, you would stick so with, with
5: that, and, and the reason I bring that up, JP, is yeah. I don't think you, you can decide
3: week in and week out who you start, is my point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but okay. you're right. Neither one is probably a long-term answer. Um, you're going to be caught in a situation where one of them has to go then.
4: I mean, I guess. Why? Right? Why? I mean, maybe. You,
3: you're not going to keep three.
5: Come on. Well, if it's expanded rosters again next year, why not? Yeah, I don't.
3: You'll, you'll, if if, but what he's playing for essentially is being the backup.
5: Right now, in my book, he is. Yes. Yeah.
1: I'm
3: not the the
5: GM, though. But yes.
1: And then it's a matter of who's making the call on that too. That's a whole different animal. Oh
5: gosh. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows who's gonna what the situation. But if it's if it's um,
3: yeah, they they're gonna be in a position to draft a quarterback at number two, bare minimum. They so still could get they still could get number one. They're not winning a game. I've said it all along, they're not winning. Either. They're going one of fifteen. Tony up. last week, Tony had him last week beat the Colts at the end of the year. I bet after he saw the Colts on Thursday night, he might have meant that a little oh bit. Oh my
5: gosh. <laughs> that defense I was like, whoa. Hey. I mean, you talk about a tail to two half speed, like at the like you realize that if AJ Brown doesn't drop that bomb, which is a yeah. house call, it's fourteen nothing, that game goes a whole different
3: way. But but the thing is, is when the Colts look back at their season, <laughs> week one, how did that happen?
1: Rivers threw two picks that day. That's what happened. Punt. Right? That's true. <laughs> they didn't they punt in the punt. game. They had zero punts. I'm
5: wondering, like, the history of the NFL for a team who did not punt once in the entire game and only scored 20 points. Has that ever happened?
3: I doubt it. It's hard. I to doubt do. it. That's crazy. It's hard. to but do. Yeah, but so yeah, they're, a, they're not going to win a game, Tony. So they're going to be one and fifteen, and they're going to well, draft second. You
5: draft, you draft, you're drafting the quarterback. I, I mean, I'm sorry if you know Gardner and Luton's families are listening. It's no shot. They at know time, with, it. But that's who you're drafting. You're <laughs> Drafting a quarterback. But I'll say this: I'm impressed with the kid. I'm impressed with I Jake Luton, and everyone. I mean. I did two different interviews, and they're like, oh, you know, would you go back to Gardner after Luton took
3: a step backwards? I'm like, a step
5: backwards? Did you watch the
3: game? That's as
5: hard as it's going to
3: get. Gardner's not making that throw into the middle of the field. No. Zero chance he makes that throw. Zero. And and look, neither one is the long-term answer. So find out who's going to be the backup. Play Luton now. Look, Luton plays the Steelers' defense. This isn't going to be easy either. Right. It's going to be a tough game
5: for him. Yeah. Hey, by the way, you think those two pass rushers were good? From uh, the Darius and Preston Smith were good. Now you got T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, and Cam Hayward coming in. Yeah. And out of and like the rejuvenated
3: Tyson Alualu's making like, <laughs> <they can play laughs> everywhere. Well, that's what happened. You leave Jacksonville. Oh, gosh. You know they they make the joke about you leave uh, Adam Gase and Ryan Tannehill and all these guys leave that uh, Robbie Anderson. They all leave Adam Gase, Jarvis Landry. they if you get better. Well, when you leave Jacksonville, you get better, too. That's not funny, Pete. That's not, not even I don't close. I don't find it's that not funny. even funny.
1: We're not, we're not although, onto your jokes Clay today. Although, Clay
3: Campbell is hurt, by
4: the way. Yes, he is. How bad? He, he's going to be out for a couple games. Hey, did Ngakwe? I fell asleep last he night. Did so he did nothing. He did nothing.
3: Well, you know what they did? They probably looked at Ngakwe and they said, we're going to run the ball all night. <laughs>
5: The portion I saw
3: in that game, I mean, the Patriots are just like a running machine all of a sudden. <laughs> well, I mean, that no Brandon Williams, no Clay's Gambling, and Godway was on the deal. Why
1: not? Hand it off. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, we're off and running. We've got plenty ahead on the program. We'll talk a little defense when we come back, some of those young guys playing well. Uh, the second hour, we've got social questions. We'll go around the AFC South and the National Football League. We're off and running. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on a Monday presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network.
0: without notice equal housing opportunity
6: at ViStar, we believe in better and that means treating people better with friendly personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952 a smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch an online or phone chat for those quick questions and a call center that's open every day if you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA.
7: Hey, Jags fans, heading to TIAA Bank for a game? Take advantage of Jags Pay and keep your stadium transactions touch-free. JagsPay is an all-new partnership between the Jaguars and TapIt to give our fans a contactless payment option for all concessions and merchandise. It's fast, safe, and easy to use. Just download the official Jaguars app on any mobile device, tap Jags Pay, and set up your secure payment method. You're all set. To learn more, visit jaguars.com slash jagspay. See you at the bank.
8: At Tropical Smoothie Cafe, one taste and you're feeling good now, smiling wider now, seeing brighter now, bucket dunking now, staying now, popping a wheelie now, living lighter now. You're on Tropic Time now. And on Mondays, try our Jaguars Duval Delight Smoothies for 2 dollars And you're roaring louder now, end zone dancing now, sipping spirit now. You're on Tropic Time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe.
9: Nothing kicks off your game better than a handful of Georgia peanuts. Power packed with protein, essential nutrients, and great taste. Georgia Peanuts are the MVP for affordability, sustainability, and nutrition. To score life's touchdowns with recipes and fun facts, check out GAPeanuts.com. The perfectly powerful peanut is brought to you by the family farmers of the Georgia Peanut Commission. Peanuts, get your peanuts.
1: Headquartered right here in Jacksonville, the CSI Companies is one of the fastest growing staffing firms in the nation. As a proud partner of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI knows how important it is to find the right people for your team. See why some of Jacksonville's top companies choose CSI for their staffing needs. Visit the CSICompanies.com or call 800-582-0828 today. That's
4: 800-582-0828 for the CSI Companies.
0: Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good.
10: Honestly, yeah, we just came to play today. Um, a lot of energy. Like you just said, a lot of effort, man. Guys just came out there ready to roll. You know, um, we didn't want the weather to kind of be a an excuse for us so you know we were just jacked up pumped. um first my first time at lambeau field so definitely was just ready to roll trying to get a win
1: jared wilson jaguars safety after the game yesterday at lambeau as the jags fell to the packers 24 20 jaguars happy hour continues jp shadrick with pete frisco cbs sports senior writer tony baselli noted offensive lineman The uh, Jags,
3: yes. I don't know. I don't, you know, never been around those guys in that team much. It sounds like they got a bunch of guys that stand up and, you know, after games and they're actually pretty good to deal with. Now, it's different because it's virtual. Yeah.
1: There's There's only a handful. It's not like you're getting, you get one or two guys. That's
3: really about it. I don't know how you would cover this team nowadays. I really don't. I don't know how they do it. It's hard.
4: Yeah, that's
10: tough. Could you
3: imagine, Tony, like every week people would request you, but you wouldn't be, you know what I mean? It'd be tough. It's hard to do. Well,
5: especially if I was looking at people with you with like their uh, earbuds in all cockeyed, sticking (laughs) out, looking like
3: they're aliens. Yeah, it'd be tough to have those kind of conversations. (laughs) And then you'd be sitting there and you'd get all angry and it would come through and it'd be just like the old day when you're on this show. Oh, you know I'd get angry you know it was, it almost virtual wouldn't be as fun it's more fun needling in person like if, if, you know what i mean like when tom was on it wouldn't be as fun hey tom he's got a broken leg right well <laughs> you know it wouldn't just wouldn't be the same or leon remember when leon used to get mad at me all the time i'd go hey leon uh, you guys uh, you know you got to pick it up a little bit remember those he leon no, well, the best the,
5: the best was after you used to grade us after the game and you'd come in yeah. after the grades
3: yeah <laughs> 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 I live for those. I live for those moments. Yeah, you never, that's what you wouldn't have if this in this you would not have that. You can't have it.
5: I wonder if they get back to the, the locker room be open. Not this know. year. What Ain't you gonna think? be this year. No oh no, way. not this year. Obviously, I think they have to. I think because you do yeah. lose something. I think you lose. A, I mean, at some point it'll carry over to the communication to the fans. I
3: think.
4: That's my what about, I can be what wrong. What about
3: the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl media day is going to be virtual. Which is
4: crazy. Like, I, I I'm, I'm, it, you
5: know, based on the schedule right now, I won't. I don't have to be at the Super Bowl. Guess when I have to get there?
4: When?
1: The morning up. <laughs> you can just drive down on Sunday.
5: <laughs> what? <laughs> drive, down, drive down Sunday.
3: <laughs> well, we're, you know, it's a CBS Super Bowl, so... We're still going, but it's going to be very condensed from what it what normally would be.
5: The, like everything, like any interviews we do with people, is all done by Zoom and all that. And Howie's like, yeah, I mean, you can come down the night before if you want, or if you want to drive down that day,
4: <laughs> whatever. What about what
5: about like
3: what about the Hall of Fame stuff? I heard it's all virtual. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, that stinks! Wow. That means we're going to miss out on your party, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on.
5: Because, like, well,
3: I mean, maybe. Wait a, I mean, second. Wait I, a, wait a <laughs> second! Wait! a second! Wait a second! We've waited all these years and all the crap that we've gone through,
5: and it might be virtual, right? Well, I know they're doing. The, I know they're doing the voting virtual. None of the Hall of Fame voters are coming into town.
3: Cover the, yeah, maybe they won't cover the. Yeah, it's weird because people, really people won't send their reporters because no. they're not doing the national stuff anymore i mean it's yeah. really
1: it's really all about the party the night after tony gets in pete i mean that's really what we're you know it's all about well, us I, I can honestly and say, tony would be fine you, being in the hall that's fine. i
3: told you i told you even when he didn't get in last year he still had a really wonderful night party night and tony gave the best speech one of the best speeches i've ever heard and he looked around <laughs> the room and he said look I got a great family, I got great friends, I got a great life, if this is the way it's gonna be, then so be it. <laughs> well, it is, it's true, it's perspective. I mean, I mean- yeah, It's true.
5: I mean, I mean, we were sitting in that room and we're all hanging out and I got people I care about and people that supported me and and I looked around and I'm like, okay, let's not be like, it stinks that I didn't make it, but in the big scheme, like this is pretty dang good. I'm like, we got Correct. a good life, we got a good Correct. life. I mean, people forget. You forget all the things you have to be thankful for sometimes. And then there was a club downstairs with the bar. <laughs> <all of> it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but this is, you know, it's just so appropriate, though. This will be the year that it happens. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of
5: course. If it does happen this year, then you'll
3: have to we'll have a party up here in Jacksonville.
5: And we we'll yeah. to come up
3: for it. You'll be there on At least if it happens on Saturday, I'll see you on Sunday at the game. Yeah, absolutely. So. Although, you might be quarantined. You
4: might not be allowed down be able there. not to see
3: anybody. <laughs>
4: it's unbelievable.
1: It really is. It's amazing. Well, and
5: here's, the, here's the crazy thing, guys. And we'll get back to the Jaguars here in yeah. a second. But if you like, think about this, with COVID spiking everywhere, I, outside, I guess, Florida, because nothing's changed, in, at least in Jacksonville. Everything's wide open still. But I talk to people around the rest of the country. You know, Wisconsin is hit terrible. I mean, Chicago just went on their lockdown. I have people in California that are getting ready to shut down everything there as well. You know, I heard a story, like a news story in Michigan, they're saying no Thanksgiving. I mean, mean, the concern I have, if this thing keeps on going on the trajectory that it is, what does that mean for NFL games? Do we get to the point? I mean, I hope that it doesn't start affecting. I read an article today, Pete, you probably know more than us about Cleveland having a, a a player test positive this morning. Here, here's yeah, the po- problem. Here's That possibly problem. played in the game yesterday. I mean, right. they, they're right. not saying whether he did or not. I mean, well, there's
3: no transmission during the game. They've already figured that out. But here, here's the problem, Tony. The PCR test levels are, the, and how they test it is way too liberal. You you gotta rein it in a little bit. I mean, dead virus shows up, and they, and I, I've done a lot of research on it. it Pete,
4: you, uh, let me stop you there. I
5: tested. I, I tested after I had it. I tested negative, positive, 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 negative, negative. and they said it's because you have a dead virus. I'm like, well, then why? I'm like, this isn't. am like, am I contagious? Like, no. Can I go outside? No. It's, you still have to stay inside. I, I don't. I don't understand
3: it. I don't I either. Just, I'm sure I just, there's smarter people that could come explain it to us, but well, you know what this? Well, I, I, I won't get bogged down, but <laughs> let's put it this way: they need to lower. The threshold of what is actually well,
4: whatever.
3: Actually... In, I mean, you and I are
5: probably aligned in a lot of these um, theories
3: and oh, everything boy. else.
4: But the bottom uh-uh. line, I don't is. know the where we're going here.
5: Than, no, the bigger picture I worry about is if we continue to see these spikes around the country, and Northern uh, Wisconsin, like you have a twenty to thirty percent positivity uh, rate. I mean, you start like that starts happening in a bunch of places. You worry about if we go back to the lockdowns that we had in April, March, April, May. What
3: does that do to the NFL? Yeah, I don't think we're going to be seeing those lockdowns like that again. But we have a better understanding of it. But you're right; it could impact the NFL. That oh, that's um, yeah, that's um, a college football. Look at the SEC; they had all those cancellations this past week. They had
1: another one today for this coming week already. The Ole Miss game, so they're they're done. Uh, so they're talking yeah, about playing and, at the 19th. And what
5: you worry like about so. is you start running out of bye. There's no more bye weeks. or I mean, bye weeks are start running out now. And so you start running up into, you know, what if you have to cancel a game like the Titans did and the Patriots had to cancel a game, move things around. Where do you put them? Do
4: you 18 week weeks.
5: 18, eight, or do you, eight week 18. Or do, you, or do you go to the set Do we see a 14-game season, Pete, that canceled cancel the last uh, couple games of the season?
3: Yeah, I I think if there's if they can contain an outbreak, then you play on, right? And I you agree. treat and you treat it like, okay, this guy the left guard's out, we just move on. But if it's an outbreak, then you got a problem. Yeah. So,
4: so yeah, uh, it,
3: you
5: know we've made it so far. I mean we're in, into week ten, which is great. The NFL's done an amazing job, but um, it's far from over because then you get into the playoffs, which we'll talk when we get closer to that. Do they start quarantine, te- quarantine the teams, all playoff teams, completely until I, you're out of the playoffs?
3: Well, did you see what the NCAA tournament said today? They're going to have the a whole tournament in Indianapolis or something, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, like, perfect example, though. You had it early, and you yeah. got really sick because nobody knew anything about it. I had it, and I had, mine was more like a flu. You know, so it, it, we had a better idea in Ju- Ju- July when I had it than what you when you had it. You know, they didn't know what they were doing really early on. Yeah,
5: Plus, it's, I'm, it's...
3: I'm much healthier than you. So that's a
5: whole other thing. Well, um, we know that's not the case because I saw a picture of you on TV this week, Pete. and I'm like, dang, did Pete eat like like no, eight, eight, eight meals before he got on TV? No.
3: No, I'm fine. Must have been a bad angle. I was like, "Where did his neck go? Where did Pete's neck go?" No, it must have been a bad angle. I've been fine. I'm not. I'm not any bigger almost than when I had it. Yeah. Actually, had it.
1: <laughs> High definition cameras down there in South but, Florida.
3: But but I mean that's just it. We have a better idea of it. Let's hope that we can get through the season. Let's hope that, and let's yeah. hope people stop getting sick i mean that's what we gotta hope i mean that that's the biggest hope i mean let's hope this thing goes away not just
5: for the nfl but for everybody that we figure this out get that vaccine out get treatments and everything else yeah so it's it's a but it's just you know it 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 reminded me and the reason it's on top of my mind is look you know us playing in green bay which is wisconsin it's a hard-hit area which we all know and then looking at lambo empty yesterday was just surreal
3: Weird. It's so weird. Yeah. And, and I mean, some stadiums have 500 people. Some have, uh, you know, a 1,000 people. Some have 20,000 people. It's just weird the way the whole thing's being played out all across the country.
4: Yep. All
1: right, guys. Uh, let's come back. We'll get back to the Jaguars when we come back. A little defensive talk. Uh, a little more Jake Luton discussion. The Jaguars offense yesterday. Special teams had a good day at the office at Lambeau. And then the second hour, we'll get your social questions, putting more ahead. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
0: change without notice equal housing opportunity
9: Kessler creative proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars has the large format printing services running in high gear creating large banners for marketing events full vehicle wraps. learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation from eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays Kessler does it all Kessler creative Jacksonville Florida Results driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit provenit.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity hey Jacksonville this is Joe Deeb from Bono's I just want to let you know that we have now reopened all of our dining rooms we appreciate all the love that you have showed us during this crisis for over 71 years we have been here for you through good times and bad our award-winning barbecue and our unbelievable staff look forward to seeing you soon
11: be safe
9: Hanania Subaru of Orange Park would like to present our new dealership with over 13 acres of vehicles to choose from and our new online buying program iBuy. You decide how much of your buying experience you do online, browsing, value your trade, picking your payments, financing. Just go to Subaruoforangepark.com, pick out your vehicle and click iBuy to begin. Become an iBuy preferred customer at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park, your local Subaru superstore.
12: Jaguars fans, let's tackle social injustice together on game days with Selfies for Change. Visit tiabank.com slash Selfies for Change to take a virtual selfie with a Jaguars player and unlock a $5 donation to the Jaguars Foundation to help fight social injustice. Share your photo on Instagram or Twitter using hashtag Selfies for Change so more fans can be part of the movement. Join us on game days at tiabank.com slash Selfies for Change.
4: TIAA Bank is the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by Dreamfinder's Homes. Homes that fit your lifestyle. Next grill. Everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit AdecoUSA.com. Jaguars happy hour continues
1: on this Monday, the day after a Jags loss to the Green Bay Packers. JP Shadrick, Tony Bacelli, and Pete Prisco. Glad you're along with us today. Your social questions coming up in the second hour. A lot of questions, just to preview a little bit about maybe trying to move up to number one. We'll get to that in the second hour. I I don't know. Um, let's get back to the game from yesterday and the Jaguars' defense. You know, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and as you said, Tony, the wind was an issue yesterday. Doug Marone said that again today that uh, it was really a problem for both sides, and you know, it, it really affected the passing game a lot. And and you saw the, the first time Rodgers threw the deep ball down the field it was with the wind at his back and. It turned into a long touchdown. But uh, defensively for the Jags yesterday, what was the biggest thing that stood out for you guys in the game? It um, who, who, uh, looked like Sidney Jones had a good day. I know he gave up the long touchdown. But other than that, uh, interception, forced to fumble. Um, boy, a pretty good day at the office for him. Devon Hamilton had another nice day yesterday. Who else stood out to you guys?
5: Well, I think overall, I think what stood out is how they flew around. Um, and, you know, Sidney Jones made some really nice plays. Yeah, he got beat. Guess what? If you play man-to-man coverage, you're gonna get beat sometimes. It's just part of life. Um, I think. I think one, a couple things. You know, included in that, this is a much better run defense with Devon Hamilton the way he's playing and Miles Jack in there. It's they're different. I mean, he is a big body that eats up space and he moves well. He is a really a nice piece and a pleasant surprise. Um, for a rookie the way he's playing because he gets better each week and and he's productive and I think he eats up a lot of space. I think he allows those linebackers to run. And there's a better team with him and Miles Jack out there in the run game. So I think uh, C.J. Henderson, I think he did some really nice things. I thought he was physical. Um, I thought it was a gutsy, headsy play he made on uh, uh, Devontae Adams when he forced a fumble on the slant. That um, looked like it was going to be a big play. You know, that's a good move right there. You got beat. Don't give up on the play. Keep fighting. Um, and so Trey Herndon continues to show the like, promise as, as the nickel and being able to come up and, and make some plays in the run game. Um, and so I, I just thought the overall fight that they had and, and, and the physicality that they played with um, was impressive defensively. And then I'll say, last thing I'll say, and then Pete jump in there, Josh Allen, the passer. He's not going to show up big on the stat sheet as far as sacks or anything, but he created issues. He caused, he brought pressure and one of the touchdowns got called back because he beat the right tackle, Billy Billy Turner to an inside move, forced the hold touchdown gets called back. They have to settle for a field
3: goal. That was big. Yeah. And and when you watch the Jaguars play now, how the heck did the Eagles not keep Sidney Jones? (laughs) I don't get it. I mean, he looks like a prototypical long corner who can stay with the guy and play man the coverage. And I'm with you. Henderson made some good plays yesterday. I thought he, you know, that's a pretty darn good receiver those guys are battling there um, in Adams. That's a good player. You know, so they did some good things. Hamilton, when you look at it, they have building blocks now. Hamilton's a building block. Josh Allen's a building block. Miles Jack is. Henderson is. Cindy Jones looked like he could be. You know what do you think about Thomas yesterday? I like Is he, him. yeah. I mean he flies one. around.
5: He's physical. I like he who, sticks his who, nose in
3: there. Who made the bad play on the touchdown? That the because it was a terrible angle. I couldn't tell from the TV. Was that Wilson? Which one? When he when uh, Valdez Scanling's long touchdown run. Thankful oh, safety. Got-
5: well, he got beat. I mean, uh, Sidney Jones got beat. Right, but the, the safety it,
3: took a bad angle or something. Well, he
5: got run over. He ran over the, the official. official. The official blocked
3: him.
4: Play. Is that what it was? He, I, the twelfth yeah, man. On the TV.
5: <laughs> but,
3: uh, but, I
4: he literally
5: he, ran. He ran over the official. The official fell to the ground, and then
3: Sidney Jones tried to hurdle him and couldn't catch up. All right. So now we're gonna. There's the positive from that, and I think there are. I think Hamilton's got a chance to be really good. Uh, He's I mean, been he, impressive. He might be better pushing the pocket down the road than we think he is, too, Tony. He might end up being better at that. Um, but here's the negative. Where is Chase on? How many snaps did he have, JP? Thirty one.
1: Yeah, thirty one. It's forty eight percent of the snaps yesterday.
5: What what does the stat sheet look like he
3: showed up on?
1: Chason oh. yesterday. Yeah, I, don't think had,
3: I don't think he or Taven Bryan showed up on the stat sheet.
1: I'm looking through the stat sheet. I do not see Chason. I do not see Taven Bryan. That's a problem. That's two and first that was, round
5: picks. That was my favorite when I played left tackle. The guy I played if I when I played against guys, and they were nowhere to be found. It's like they did not play the game. They did not
4: participate in today's action because they're not on the stat sheet. Was he mostly lined up against Bakhtiari? Yes. Well, that's a
3: rich man eh? A. <laughs> <laughs> right. And he's pretty good.
5: Pete, if I was 20 years younger, oh my it's God. <laughs> 25 million bucks a
4: year to play left tackle. It's incredible. And he's good. Hey. No. Oh, he, he he's a very good player. He's not a great player. Right. But that's why. I mean, okay, so he's matched up against Chase On.
3: I don't remember him winning. I uh, He had,
5: okay, he won one time. He beat him on an early inside move and got some late pressure and actually ended up getting a, um, forcing a uh, chop block because Josh Allen threw right. Billy Turner into the legs of on, who's on the inside move, um, and they called the chop block. Now, he wasn't going to get to Aaron Rodgers, even if that didn't happen because the ball is going to be gone. But he did make a nice inside move. I'll give him that.
3: Okay, and here's the other one. Showbert had nine tackles. Nine. Do you remember I don't one? Reme- I, I don't remember one. That's what I mean. J- JP, do you remember one of note?
4: I do
1: not. I will say there were four solo tackles in that five assists. I don't remember.
5: Well, but, but at least he, he had nine tackles. Haven Bryant gets to start. Because uh, Costin is hurt. And
3: zilch. Zilch. Yeah, but you know what? They could have had Lamar Jackson. He didn't play that well last night. (laughs) 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 Why do you get so much joy
1: out of this, Pete?
3: It's not joy. It's just funny.
1: It looks like joy to me. You're
3: laughing like you're happy. He makes me laugh. I just, when I said that, Vasily's like, I can see his, he starts cringing his brow. He makes me laugh, and now he's turning away, so he doesn't laugh. And then J.P. gets all mad. This is the same guy that had the hammer out a couple of weeks ago, remember? Yeah.
4: Tony? Right, right, <laughs> right. J.P., yes.
3: look, the bottom line is, Taven Bryan was a bad draft pick now. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He was a bad draft pick.
4: I mean,
1: it's fair he hasn't produced I mean it's hard
3: it's it's really hard to argue at this point
1: right
5: like I'm, like I'm not gonna kill Chase on yet. It's early right been many a pass rushers who struggled early in their career and figured it out. um so like uh, the verdict's out on him, but what what's this year four or year three for taven?
4: three great. let's put, like here's the thing. next year are they gonna pick up the fifth year on him? uh no. Why would you? You're picking up a no. fifth-year option on a backup. That makes no sense. It, you know, here's the thing on Jason. You said JP, I
3: asked you before, I said, where was Josh Allen last year at this time in terms of sack numbers? And you said how many? Through Seven? week
1: nine, they had a bye week in week tens. So he had six sacks at this time through uh, the last year. Allen did.
3: Okay, and, he, invented- and you said, okay he was with Clayus Campbell and and Gakwe on that line. If those two guys are there, how many sacks does Chason have this year? I mean, that's a dumb
4: question. When can't anybody be going to have six? Well, you can say the same thing about John Allen this year. What, does he have two sacks now?
3: But he's missed time with injuries, too, though.
1: I stand corrected. It was seven sacks
3: last year through week Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that I think that's a dumb argument, Pete, to be honest. What's well, not a dumb That was the argument that that JP put up there. I said well, I said
4: I was just bringing. I just asked
3: how. I said how many sacks did Josh Allen have in the same number of games at this time?
4: Because he was a rookie.
3: But I'm with you. I think Chase on could still uh, develop into a good pass. Right it's now. way too.
4: It's way too early. But it's not too early on Taven Bryan. It is not. No. I mean, the other kid played better that was in there last week. Well, here's the oh, thing: Costin, Costin, they liked him if, a
3: lot. If Costin, if Costin gets uh,
5: clear from uh, concussion protocols, he's back as a starter. That's all you need to know. I mean, I, that's my guess. He would be, wouldn't you I think, JP?
1: I don't think there's any doubt about it. When when the so, other when the other starter is not on the stat sheet and uh, Costin is, yes.
3: How do you start? So how do you start if they're all healthy? How does that
4: line look? It's Costin. It's Devon Hamilton, who, by the way, I think he stays a starter if, if Avery Jones was back. Um,
5: it's uh, Josh Allen and uh, Gostis or Smoot—one of the two. Gostis or Smoot.
4: It's the fearsome foursome.
3: <laughs> you are so bad. No, I mean, it's the purple people eater. <laughs> no, but I. But uh. here's here's the hope though, because I think Hamilton is a building block. I think Josh Allen can be a star. I don't think we've seen the best of him this year. It's coming. Chase on's going to develop into a good pass rusher. You're not you don't just lose that. He was a good pass rusher. It'll
4: be a good pass rusher. So there's hope. There's hope for the future. The problem is there isn't a lot of depth, as you said, Tony.
3: And you know, you gotta get better in there. You gotta get you gotta get another guy on the inside. Well,
5: Pete, this, young- is all, this is all you have to know. I mean, I'm mean, i, and I I'm tired of being negative, but here's the reality. One of your best defensive linemen on your team is your rookie fourth rounder or third rounder. What was Hamilton, the third or fourth rounder?
4: Third. He was third.
5: Okay, he's one of your best defensive linemen. He he is your best interior defensive lineman. Your other starter, your next
4: best choice, is an undrafted rookie free agent from Ma- Miami of Ohio just just stop there right right you're right by the way Hamilton's already the best third round
3: draft drafted Hamilton in team history
4: I mean, do you remember the
3: other do you remember the other one no James Hamilton
5: or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean when you, when you talk about depth i mean just go through the defense right now so your best interior defense line is Devon Hamilton right. third rounder Doug Costin is your next is your best three technique. He's starter when he's healthy.
4: Right. Okay, great. Okay.
5: You're, um, you're starting Sam. You had the trade board from the uh Titans 90s. midseason.
4: Yep. You're
5: starting a rookie at safety in um Daniel Thomas. Yep. Your arguably your best corner on your team was on the street to start right. the season. Correct. In Sidney Jones. Your other starter is a rookie who... You know, has a chance to be good. And your nickel was your starting outside guy
4: who's an undrafted free agent from a couple years ago. Right. I mean, uh, 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 I mean, you, you need to say anymore. And by the way, if any of those guys get hurt, where are you going? They got problems. Yeah, you're continuing the skid.
3: Is
1: what would happen at that point? Hey, uh, let's come back.
3: And then, wait a second. One last yeah. thing: Does Hayden, when Hayden, I mean, does Herndon stay there at the Nickel? Well,
5: I, I, is what is, that, is Hayden even making it back this year? I think he had a real bad hamstring. I mean, I,
3: don't, I haven't heard his name at all. No, I haven't either. That's yeah. why I asked.
1: Yeah, I, I think the options there, but you know, I think it all depends on on how it goes for him uh, moving ahead. Let's come back. You think Herndon- I'm sorry. What was that, Pete? I missed Pete. We'll get him back when we come back. Uh, We'll uh, go special teams when we return. The punt return touchdown for Q and Cole and the second hour coming up in just a little bit, your social questions. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
0: change without notice equal housing opportunity
12: floridians know what it means to stand together that's why florida blue is committed to the people of florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality enroll within 60 days of life-changing events such as losing your job to get benefits like plans as low as zero dollars a month and up to 500 dollars per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridabluecom slash care today florida blue is a trade name of blue cross and blue shield of florida incorporated health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions
8: at tropical smoothie cafe one taste and you're feeling good now smiling wider now seeing brighter now bucket dunking now staying now popping a wheelie now living lighter now you're on tropic time now and on mondays try our jaguars duval delight smoothies for 2.99 and you're roaring louder now end zone dancing now sipping spirit now You're on Tropic Time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe.
13: The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150 and find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays.
12: Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
11: Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'svodka.com.
10: Well, I mean, honestly, I was worried about the wind. And catching the ball more than anything. Uh, luckily, the punter was out kicking the cover, so it was it was less stress on catching it and getting hit and stuff like that. But uh, after that, it's really just executing with the with coach calls. Um, he comes up with the the schemes, and we just run it. And honestly, when it comes to punt return and stuff like that, you just have to get the best opportunity uh, and hope that the punter does exactly what it is and gives you space to run. And after that, it's really just running. Keelan Cole after the game yesterday, a
1: 91-yard punt return for a touchdown against the Packers. The Jags fell, though, 24-20. Jaguars happy hour continues. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, and Tony Baselli.
3: Why wasn't he the punt returner all year? Is that not a legitimate question? Well, I I think because... um,
5: Early, I would agree. I mean, it looks like he's more productive than Clay Brooks, the rookie that they had back there early. Uh, but Didi did a good job. I mean, Didi was averaging, I think, thirteen yards per punt return, twelve, thirteen yards, which is pretty dang good. Um, so I think Didi's Dee a very. Well, good how many punt games? Did,
3: how many games did Didi return? Punt
1: yeah, it wasn't many. He like, returned. It was one game no, against Miami, and then he had three punt returns against the Chargers. And you know, he no, was an my actor. point is, you missed my point. The two or three games that Deedee did
5: it, like I thought it was three, JP, but maybe it's only two.
1: Yeah.
5: Um, like I think he's a viable – I think he's very good is my point. Your your question is why wasn't Keelan Cole doing it at the beginning of the year instead of Claybrooks? That's a good question.
3: Or now that we've seen what he can do, why wasn't he doing it, period? Well, now – I, mean, I mean, Westbrook did it because Claybrooks wasn't good at it. That's why they put him in there to do it.
5: No, but D.D. was good at it. He's been good at it in the past as well. D.D. is better at getting it up in there. I think D.D. is better north and south, where Keelan
3: Cole, if there's space, he has a more breakaway speed, that makes sense. No, no, I agree. I, okay, Tony, but, but based on where they were to start the season, it was Claybrooks.
5: I agree. Then, either based on what we've seen of the three guys doing it this year, Pete, it's right. a fair question. Why wasn't it D.D. or Keelan at the beginning? Now – if you're saying it wasn't DeeDee Dee because he was beat up from camp and he wasn't going to be active because of the num- the numbers game because he wasn't going to play the wide receiver, then why wasn't Keelan the guy at the beginning?
4: That's a fair question. Correct. So
3: I, I thought Keelan looked good doing it. He looked. He's looked like a, a much improved player, by the way. Remember, it's almost like he went into a funk at one point. What was it, the Patriots game where he went nuts? A couple, was that two years ago?
1: The wild one-handed catch in that game, and then yeah, we didn't like hear from him he, again.
5: Yeah, like he had the great rookie year for an undrafted guy. Right. And he started strong the second year, yeah. That disappeared. And then he disappeared. And then last year he was like nowhere to be found, like almost on the verge of getting cut, it felt like. And then this year he's back like better than he was his rookie. He
3: career. he looks like a legit – you know, like teams have that third guy that they all look yeah. at and they go. That's the third guy. He can get open. He can win. That's what he looks like now. They they should – going forward, that's a guy that you keep and you should be excited to have as a number three receiver because that's what he is. He's a number three.
4: I I don't disagree with you. Yeah, but is he going to disappear again or is he going to be this guy? Well, so far in in
5: nine games this year, he's been pretty consistent, JP, I think. And, I mean, he's been very productive. Now the one thing that I don't think we give him credit for, or anyone, I mean catching punts yesterday had to be a like a circus. That ball, that ball was moving
3: all over the place up in the wind. You could see the the Packers guy struggled catching punts. Okay, so next year, Justin Fields comes to the line of scrimmage. He's got <laughs> Chark and Kyle Pitts at tight end. Well, he's got Chark at receiver, Kyle Pitts at tight end, and he's got um, Cole
4: and And Chennault, is that good enough? Uh, That sounds pretty good to me. That's a good. That's a.
3: And Robinson behind them.
1: Sounds pretty good. Offensive line, who you got there? You got uh, the right tackle. You got uh, Cam oh, Robinson. Tony's, you think Tony? Tony watched a tape. He said
3: it wasn't as good at the tackles. The other yes. Yeah, but you're I not going to make a decision off one game. No, right, but one I don't game think the right? One game. I don't think the right tackles played as well this year as I thought he was going to play. He didn't take the step I thought he
5: could take. Um, Correct. I still think he. I still. I still think he's a good player. and He's a building block. I agree. Um, I think this is a big. This is a big week, a big test for both those tackles because you have two good pass rushers, especially T.J. Watt. He'll be working against Juwan Taylor. Bud Dupree against uh, Cam Robinson. This is a big test. Like, if you want to be a franchise guy, these are the games. I'm not saying you have to dominate the other guy, but you have to, like, where the confidence of the coaching staff is, like, hey, we're okay with this guy going one-on-one for the game.
4: What did you think of Shatley yesterday? I mean, they ran the ball well. I thought he was fine. He's a better run blocker than than Linder is. Um. He's pretty good. I don't know if he's better, but he's good. So so
3: they could get by with him as their center. I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean they,
5: they've done he's, it before. Been, he's played. he's played solid this year every time he's been asked to play.
3: Yeah. I've I mean, been I in the league for six
5: years. Pete, where you're going. And Pete, where you're going is this. I'm not saying the I'm going. I'm just talking
3: about if they have no, to make a No, I'm gonna tell you I'm trying to I'm say gonna tell Pete. You where
5: you're going. No, where he, where he's going is you have to make some decisions what you're gonna do with the offensive line. Because can you afford to pay Cam, do you want so much locked up in your salary cap where you pay Cam Robinson to keep him, you have Norwell under, uh, Norwell under a big contract and Linda over a pretty good size. Practice. Is that, is it, are you getting a return on your investment by spending that much money on this office? Correct. That's, that's your question. And, and right now, I don't know. Because if I'm looking at it, I want to get through this year because I do think there's value if you're going with a young quarterback and you're saying, hey, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, whoever it is, you're our starter, day one, having a veteran offensive line in
3: front of you, I think there's real value there. Well, Cam Robinson looked across the line and saw what Bakhtiari got. <laughs> and he said <laughs> he, what, that price might have gone up a little bit. Yeah, but I don't think he's as consistent as Bakhtiari. He's not. But but you know how these agents work, Tony. What do you what do you <laughs> think Robinson gets next year? If, he, if they re-sign him, he plays the same way the rest of the way. Oh, I don't know. That's a, I mean, I mean is he a $20 million a year guy? I don't think so. I don't either. Hmm. You might be in a situation where you let him walk.
4: I hmm. mean, you think someone else is going to pay him $20 million,
3: No, I
4: don't.
5: Well, then put the transition tag on him where you can match whatever someone else gives him if Maybe. you want
4: to. Yeah. But you're
3: right, though. You put all that money in that offensive line, it better be like the old Cowboys line back in the day. It better be dominant, and it's not. Not
1: yet. One hour in the books, one hour to go. Your social questions coming up in a little bit. We'll recap the big stories of the day, go around the AFC South and the NFL. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
0: Change without notice. Equal housing opportunity.
11: Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com.
13: Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working.
7: Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details.
14: In Florida, bicyclists have the same rights and responsibilities as everyone else on the road. So when you ride, follow the rules. Always wear a helmet and use lights on your bike. And drivers, watch for cyclists. Give them space to ride. And don't forget when making that right on red, look to your right first to see if a cyclist is approaching in the bike lane. We all have a responsibility to keep ourselves and each other safe. Alert today, alive tomorrow. Because safety doesn't happen by accident. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation.
13: The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America,
6: so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch. An online or phone chat for those quick questions. And a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA.
1: Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. We're back, baby. The second hour, J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco. Tony Baselli. Glad you're along with us the day after the Jaguars lost to the Packers 24-20. Eight straight losses for the Jags. They're now 1-8. Big stories of the week, of course, or the day today, the aftermath of the loss yesterday. Defense had some brighter spots yesterday. Some young guys playing pretty well. The offense with Jake Luton. Well, they uh, had a couple of touchdowns taken off the board due to penalties, unfortunately, and the special teams played well punt return touchdown. The kicker made all the kicks, but after the game, Doug Marone was upset about the loss itself.
2: I just sit here when people ask me about, you know, when you lose and about trying to find the positives and all that other stuff, I just, I just think like if, if anyone reads reads that or it's a quote by me or anything like that. It's just, I don't know. I, I just don't want to, for some reason, I just, I just don't want to go there. Um, so I apologize for that because, and maybe it's hard for me after a game, you know what I'm saying, to really, you know, try to kind of, you know, say where everyone's going and not. I mean, um, you know, I've been in this thing a long time and I, and I love this game, but you know, I, I meant when I said when Gene asked that question. Um, you know, a lot of times people are going to go ahead and, you know, the game's over and, you know, life moves on. Well, it doesn't
1: move on for, for us, you know. So that was the feeling after the game yesterday from the Jaguars head coach, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli back with us now as we, get, we, we begin the second hour of Jaguars happy hour. And, you know, the Jags were two touchdown underdogs yesterday going into that game, guys. But they, um, they played hard, and they had a chance. They had a fourth-quarter lead. They had some touchdowns taken off the board. I don't, we haven't touched on that yet. The, the officiating in the game yesterday a couple of times was a bit rocky, Tony.
5: Well, the one on uh, uh, Angel Shaughnessy, that's a hold.
3: And they he held.
5: Yeah, that was a hold. And they ended up pushing the ball in anyways. They ended up scoring that drive, seven points. It ended up not hurting them. Mm-hmm. Um, the call on A.J. can was one of the worst calls I've ever seen.
4: That was
3: a bad I mean, call. He missed the block, right? He whipped. I mean, he whipped. I mean, he he barely even it. got his. He barely even got his hand on the guy. I don't think he ever got his hand
5: on him. It was his shoulder, and so like that was a phantom call, uh, and that had a direct impact on the game because they go in and score there. They're up seven, and now Aaron Rodgers touchdown. That's you know twenty four twenty four. Now who knows how the game goes after that? You know how the but, Packers play. They might not yeah. play as conservative. Who knows? Um, but the bottom line is you don't need a field goal to win it. And I thought I thought that was a you know a really poor call, but I'll I'll say to you guys what I've said to everyone else who's
4: brought that up today. In the history of the
5: NFL, I'll forget the history.
4: As long as I've been
5: involved in the NFL, one rule is true. If you are a good team, you get calls. If you're a bad team, you don't get calls. It's just how it works. And so, if you want calls, be a good team, and have a have a tradition of being a good team, and have a so that one did because the officials are human, and I know that they're not purposely, they don't care who wins, they're not trying to root. There's no conspiracy, but I, I'm I'm convinced, and it's a hard time for you to convince me it's not true that they're also human, and they're like you just like you you're going to give Aaron Rodgers and that offense the benefit of the doubt, it's Aaron Rodgers. You're not getting the same benefit of the doubt if you're Jake
3: Wooden. Here's the other thing, Tony, and I I try to explain this to people all the time, and you know better than me because you played it. Last week, Pittsburgh went to Dallas and were pushed to the limit by a bad Cowboys team. Pushed to the limit. Backup quarterback at all. The Packers were double-digit 14-point favorites. Pushed to the limit. It's hard to get up every single week in the NFL. Do you remember being on one of those really good teams and playing a game against a team that you were big favorites against and should have easily dominated, and next thing you know, you look up in the fourth quarter and you go, uh-oh, we're in it. you remember one of those? I'm trying to think off the top of my head.
5: Yeah, it happens all the time. You, you, like, you're a favorite, you know you're supposed to win, and then next thing you know, like through three quarters, you're like, golly, why is this even a game still? And stuff happens, and and – and especially when the weather's bad and you're just like like what? And it can happen. I mean, that's why I mean the old saying and everyone laughs about it any given Sunday, it's actually true. It's this is the difference between the NFL and college football. That like how many people had the Ravens losing to the Patriots last night the way that the Patriots have played the last couple of weeks? No. You know, who had the I mean, someone bet ninety-nine thousand dollars to win nine thousand on the money line for the Packers versus the Jags. Like that's how confident, like a thousand to one. He's like, I'm confident. I mean, and, and they're, they're in a possession away right. from winning that game. And so the difference between the really bad teams and the really good teams
3: is not as big as everyone thinks.
4: No, look the, at the uh, Jets
3: almost beat the Patriots last week. Could have easily beat the Patriots last week. The Patriots turn around and beat the Ravens, who some people considered before a couple weeks ago the best team in the league.
5: That's right. And so you just you get these things that, and then and I we said at the top of the hour, and then weather comes into play. You know that close gets people closer together. Then the you know ball bounces. I mean, you just and and then by the way, a team's not ready or not taking it as serious. Like I, I bet I'll bet you anything. It's hard to prove. But the Jaguars practiced and prepared way harder and were way more focused than the Packers were this week. Guarantee it. Because yes. they were going up to Lambo. They were playing Aaron Rodgers. They wanted to make it like they said, no one's giving us a chance, chip on the shoulder. We're gonna go show these guys. The Packers, on the other hand, is like it's the Jaguars. They've lost seven in a row. They're playing a six round working at, you know, they're from Florida. It's cold up here. You know, all the different things that go into people's minds and and their thought process. And it affects how you prepare. And that affects how you play. And I'm telling you, it was a wake-up call
3: for the Green Bay Packers. And good, but that's the thing about it. Good teams find a way to win those games. Mm -hmm. Like the Steelers found a way to win that game against the Cowboys. The Packers found a way to win that game. They looked, Green Bay looked lifeless in the first Quarter of
4: that
3: game. Just shook. Life. They were shook. That's what it was. They look, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, I don't think they were they shook.
5: They weren't shook, not, Tony? I don't <laughs> okay. No, I don't, I don't think they were <laughs> shook. But, you know, they weren't ready. I mean, I read a tweet. I think it was from Mercedes. From, no, I know it was from Mercedes. And it said something about, like, hey, this is a different victory mom- uh, Monday. It teaches you, you better be humble and, you know, take everyone serious or something along those lines. Like, they know. They know they weren't ready, and they almost got beat.
3: Yeah, you're right. Weather equalizes in a lot. You would I'm think that it you. would equalize the other way because it's their kind of weather, but it doesn't. It equalizes because of the wind, and it takes the, the, the everything out of the game.
5: All right. And if you look at it it it, it, it it actually worked towards the Jaguars' strength, which is running the ball, a weakness of the Packers. You could argue we should even run the ball more. Um James Robinson had over 100 yards again. I mean, again, I mean, another rookie. Like, By the way, J.P., you have this at your fingertips, I think. Where does James Robinson rank as far as rushing leaders now in the NFL?
1: Well, he's right up there. I think he's sixth in the league currently. Let me get the official numbers out. But he is there, right there in the top ten, certainly. And it has been a, a really, really good year for him, obviously. Yeah, he is standby, getting there. James Robinson is fourth in attempts, fifth in yards. In the league.
3: What's his yards per carry?
1: Yards per carry is 4. 5, or 4. 4.5 or 4.45. That's 22nd in the league.
3: Yeah, that that's not as good, but he still
1: had a
5: great year. Uh, four, I mean, what are you talking about? Four and a half yards a carry? That's pretty dang good.
3: It's 22nd in the league, you said, JP?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah but, I mean, but you have to. Okay, now, but now. I'm looking at the. Hold on. You're oh, yeah, the top oh, you're five, Tony. Like, here are the top five. Here are the top five. Kyler Murray, 6.94. He's number one. Nick Chubb, 6.07. Miles Sanders, 6.03. Dalvin Cook, 5.96. Lamar's next. Damian Harris at 5.54.
3: Okay, but a lot of those guys have missed time for injuries, so their numbers are a little skewed. Yeah, they don't have to
5: look at the volume of carries. Like, okay, compare him to Derrick Henry, who everyone agrees is one of the best backs in the league. By the way, I think Dalvin Cook is the best back in the league right
4: now.
1: Me too. All right, okay, so let me, go, Derek, let me go through the top Derek five Henry. attempts, guys, okay? Uh, Derrick Henry right. has the most attempts, 4.71. Josh Jacobs, second in attempts, 3.85. Todd Gurley, 3.67. James Robinson, 4.45.
5: Okay, there, that's my point. I mean, he is in, in high-volume guys who carry the ball a lot, he is second to Derrick Henry.
1: Dalvin Cook, 5.96.
5: Okay, third. Dalvin <laughs> Cook's number one. Um, <laughs> Where? How many total yards does he have?
1: Total yards.
3: Stand by. Stand by. Look, he, hes the whole idea that Fournette was ever better than him is ridiculous right now. He wasn't
5: better. James Robinson's a better running back than than Leonard Fournette. I don't care. I mean, he's better.
4: It's not like there's no question. I mean, no, not, not
1: James Robinson has 917 combined yards this year.
4: How That's fourth,
1: yards, fourth in the league, 689 rushing yards.
3: So he's on pace for what, 12, 1,100, 11, 1,300? No, about uh, how many games? That's 10 games? He's on pace for 1,225 yards. That's pretty darn good for an undrafted rookie.
4: You think? Yeah. Yeah. And he's you only know, getting better. Now, you know, this will be a big test against his Steelers defense.
3: Uh, on the other day on you show, they were talking about the best rookie season for a Jaguar player. They left out one. <laughs> Fred Taylor. Oh, Fred Taylor, by
5: far, he had like 1,300 yards that year or something. <laughs> yeah. They left him out?
3: And mean, he a, yeah, they talked about Tony, and they talked about this guy and that guy. and They left out Fred, Fred Taylor was the be, by far the best rookie season.
5: He had like 18 touchdowns. He should have been <laughs> right.
3: rookie. If there wasn't like a guy named Moss Randy was,
4: Moss. Right. Yeah. yeah.
3: Hmm. This kids are fine they're, they should it, it, it just goes back to my theory on the running back position don't ever pay them don't ever draft them high you find them everywhere they're everywhere look at New England last night right that kid was what what round was Damian third rounder was- yeah okay Did, have you seen the two backs and then Miami's been using mostly Gaskin and, and Ahmed from Washington he's right. drafted. He he's undrafted They
1: just got him hey. right
3: I mean, it, it, the guys are everywhere. You can look at look at the 49ers. Are they not Exhibit A on what you do with the running back position?
1: By the way, Fred Taylor, Fred Taylor in '98, uh, 1223 yards, 14 touchdowns rushing, and through the air, he had 44 catches for 421 yards and three scores. <laughs> yeah, so he had a
5: total of 17 touchdowns. The only reason he didn't win rookie of the year is this guy named Randy Moss
3: playing that year. Yeah, and then he wasn't allowed to get any more touchdowns after that. They <laughs> <laughs> took him out. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, let's not revisit that. Yeah. Is. Right. Oh, Fred revisits every time I talk to him.
1: Yeah, he hasn't forgotten. I know that, Pete. Um, let's come back. Social questions around the corner. We've got plenty of questions to be answered. When we come back, it's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
13: You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubbles Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every 3-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan and Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150 and find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays.
0: Jaguars fans, game day is back. And this year, we've teamed up with Jameson to add another win to your week with official Jaguars and Jameson branded collectible stadium cups. They're only available for a limited time in the Jacksonville metro area. So grab yours today, pour a smooth Jameson ginger and lime and cheer on the Jags with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York.
6: At Vistar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch. An online or phone chat for those quick questions. And a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join Vistar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA.
9: Bold statement. Saving money with Geico is almost better than watching football. Think about it. When you're watching the game, yelling at the quarterback to throw the ball, throw it, Williams is wide open, why are you doing this to me? Use that rocket arm, come on! They don't listen to you. But if you went into a Geico office and yelled, someone please help me save some money on car insurance, everyone would hop to it. Except the intern, because it's
4: his first day and he doesn't even have a computer yet. See? Better. Switch and save with Geico. It's almost better than sports.
0: Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing healthcare for good.
10: I think I'm still learning. I think uh, just the pace of play, you know, having to, to be quick with my reads and, and seeing the defense, you know, in the NFL they do a lot of different things. You know, they, they do a good job of mixing things up, and you always got to be on your toes and be locked in every play. You, know, you can't, can't get lazy with your eyes, can't get lazy with your feet. You know, you got to be ready at all times. And so I think I'm learning, you know, every, every play, every day, you know, I'm, I'm trying to learn and become a better player.
1: Jake Luton after the game yesterday, a losing result for the Jags at Lambeau against the Green Bay Packers, 24-20. Eight straight losses now for the Jags, a 1-8 and eight record. It is time now for the Jaguars Happy Hour social question segment. We put out the bat, bat signal earlier in the day, and we came up with these questions tonight. Let's start with number one, uh, at Jared underscore Hoarder. H- Hoter, Horter, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Do you think we have our corners for the future in Henderson, Jones, and Herndon at nickel?
5: Um, I don't know. I mean, here's my opinion of it. Outside of a handful of guys, when you're one and eight, I mean, I think you have to evaluate everything throughout the entire year. If that makes sense. Like, I mean, there's one. There's no reason. I, I mean, I would think that C.J. Henderson's going to be there. I mean, you draft him in the first round. I mean, he's your starting corner probably next year outside of injury. The way uh, Sidney Jones has played so far, um, absolutely, you know, it looks like he's trending that way. Herndon, I still want to see more um, at the nickel position. You know, I think it was last week they were rotating him and Claybrooks in there for some reason. They were sharing time at nickel. So I think it's too early to say that, Pete. I mean, you're one and eight. I mean, the whole thing has to be evaluated throughout the rest of the year and in the entire offseason.
3: But Sidney Jones is only 24 years old. Think about that. That's, I mean, that's a young corner. And so the way, if he can play, and we're not going to say he's going to play the same level all the time, but he's flashed enough for me to look at it and say, they have a good pair of young corners now to build around. I'm not saying either one of them is going to be a Pro Bowler this year, play to that level, but that's a good group to build around. Okay, let me. I'll ask you this way: Is there any position?
5: Outside of running back, because I know you hate drafting running backs, is there any position on this team – let me put it this way. Let's say you didn't need a quarterback. Let's take quarterback off the table. Quarterback and I take running back off the table because I know your answer already there. And you had the number two overall pick. Is there any position
3: you would not draft a guy at
5: with the number overall two pick if he was the best
3: player in the draft? I probably – no, there's not. But I probably, in this scenario, I probably would look at it and say, okay, I take a left tackle. Put the money equation out of it. If Cam Robinson leaves, I take a left tackle before I take a corner. I take a a interior defensive lineman before I take a corner. I take um, a tight end. Not in that spot. You wouldn't take a tight end number two.
4: Well, I guess
5: my point is I, I don't think you're at a position right now as a team. now you could stack rank them and say corners down the list a little bit further because we feel more comfortable. Like, if you are asking me, I probably wouldn't take a weak side linebacker because I think Miles Jack is probably one of the best weak side linebackers in the entire NFL right now.
3: And you wouldn't take a middle linebacker at number two overall because of the value of the position. Yeah, but
5: I'm I'm not saying take value out of
3: the equation. Is there anywhere you don't think you can upgrade? Yeah, Miles Jack's position would be one of them.
4: Uh, The running back. Because I wouldn't take one. Yeah? <laughs> That's about it, right? That's where it yeah. is. <clears throat> That's
1: where it is. Hey, by the way, uh, Sidney Jones, now in his fourth year in the league, just to your point, Pete, he is one month younger than Jake Luton. You're the same age, 24 years old.
3: Well then, Jake Luton go to like thirty colleges. Yeah, he, he 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 took
1: the scenic route around college, is what he did. So, yeah. so did yeah.
5: Sidney Jones come in as
3: a twenty-year-old?
1: Apparently so. Yeah, because yeah. he turned yeah. he just
3: turned twenty. He turned twenty-four in May. Yep. Wow. Yep. So, so yep. there's. I think he has a chance to be a building block. No, I do too. By the way, my point is,
5: like, I'm right. wildly impressed with Sidney Jones right now. I'm just saying. When you're 1-8, and eight, I'm like, there's very few people on this team. I'm just saying they're off, like, oh, guaranteed starter next year. Like, we're set. We
3: don't need to do anything. We don't need to get better. You need to get better everywhere. Well, you can do that even on the good teams a lot of situations, Tony. Not um, as money.
4: I think it's, no. probably,
5: it's It's probably clearer where you need to address deficiencies.
3: Okay.
4: I'm right, the focus you. is the more narrow. Yes.
3: The Packers have Darius and Preston Smith. If you had an elite pass rusher sitting there, would you still draft one? Well, I never.
5: Yeah, but I, but I have a different theory there because I don't think you can ever have too many pass rushers on your team.
3: I agree, I agree. So,
5: I mean, that's a bad example. Now, if I'm if I if I'm looking at and stack ranking this team, I feel pretty good about my young corners. How about that? I feel good with C.J. Henderson. Um, I think he has a chance. I think he continues like to get better. Um, I like Sidney Jones. I think it's a great find. Um, I still want to see more of the Herndon and the nickel as far as a coverage standpoint. In, in how he reacts very good against the run so yeah i mean if if you're if you're looking at this team i think corners one of the positions based on what you've seen this year out of the play of these young players you feel pretty good
3: about it the um the rams winning doesn't help the draft tech. Well,
1: we'll we'll get to the the, the draft Well, I mean the guy asked the draft
4: question.
3: So yeah, we'll
1: we'll get to that. I'm, cause I'm, don't ruin we have a whole segment on this, Pete. I mean, okay. come on. You wanted right. to create the I'm, segment, now you're ruining the whole segment. I mean, what do we do? Well, cuz I
3: think we could go actually two segments on the draft because of where the team is right now.
1: <laughs> Next question. This is social media. (laughs) At Canes underscore 904. Miles Jack is clearly an elite linebacker. Any chance he'll get national recognition for Defensive Player of the Year or Most Improved? Hashtag Miles Jack puts you down. Hashtag Go Jags. Hashtag 2021 playoff bound. No,
5: he's not getting any Defensive Player of the Year consideration. No, No. Go look at the defensive rankings. Uh, And you have a one in eight football team. That's just not how those awards
3: work. I mean, is there? I don't even know there's a most approved award. There Um, is, but he's not. He's not. He's there. I mean, there are a lot of guys that are And Plus, he was good at one point. He's a lot better, but he was never terrible. How? I mean, is he not? I mean, I know PFF ranks him as one of the highest. uh, Up until this week, he was the highest rated linebacker.
5: He fell off?
3: I'm gonna look. I'll look, but I, he was the highest-rated linebacker. Yeah, I mean, I
5: think he's he's playing as good of weak-side linebacker as anyone in the NFL. I mean, there's
3: just I mean, he's that good. He's I mean, he's
5: well, he's the best player on their team.
1: Right, but the team's not getting the recognition, so no, it's tough for no, players to get the recognition that. at that point. No, 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 no. So no, I mean, he's he's,
3: he's a good play. He's a good player, really good player. That's a building block. Again, yes. I go back to what I said earlier. That's a building block. He's your best player on defense. Of course, he is. Right. And how old is he? He's not. He's not old. I think he's twenty-five.
5: 35. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: That's right. Wasn't there a little criticism at the timing of when they paid him though? They paid him before everybody else. Yeah.
5: They 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 paid him before he had to. They paid him before Yannick, and everyone thought Yannick out pay, uh, outplayed his contract. They paid him before Jalen. Jalen that started the the uh, devol- devolving the uh, relationship with. Uh, um, of Jalen, um, and then he performed poorly last year as the middle linebacker. He didn't have a very good year, and he got hurt. It was just all around bad. But they're they're being
3: proven right right now. Right now, they're proven right. The
4: don't time. you
3: think? Don't you think all the him getting uh, they got rid of all those guys has helped him? I don't know. I just do. I, I yeah, no, you mentioned that
1: last did. week, Pete. Yeah, I, there might be a little something. To that. I do. There was a lot going on. I think in there.
3: I think he's he's matured as a player. And I think he's matured probably in that locker room. So, and he was always, I, I said last week, I always thought he was a good kid. I think he just maybe got misguided on what he was doing because he got heavy. Don't you think? He looks like a different dude out there. Yeah. I mean, he's a stud. I mean, yeah, he's he, out
5: there. He's a guy. What does he remind I, you of, Tony? I don't, I'm i trying to think about that, but I'll say this before I, before I can come up with a name. He's a guy, the, an offensive coordinator says, hey, listen, we have to know where Miles Jack is. Like, this guy can play. Like, he's the problem out there. And he's going to chase us down. He's going to make plays. He has speed. He's physical.
3: I mean, he's a good player, man. So, uh, you mentioned defensive player of the year, at least the, the text guy did. Um, run and chase linebackers have a hard time getting that kind of acclaim. Because guys who vote on stuff like that look at sack totals and stuff. That you know, like Levante David's been a really dominant player at times in camp in his career, and he never gets the do he deserves because he's a run and chase tackle linebacker. He's not, you know, low well, number.
5: Look at Bobby Wagner's been one of the best players. Has anyone ever mentioned him for defense
3: player of the year? No, no. You're right. I mean, it just it's it's a it's basically it's an award given
4: for sacks
5: to, and interceptions.
3: Correct.
4: Correct. Next question. Now, it didn't always used to be like that because remember because Derek Brooks won it one year I think, but he had a ton of interceptions
3: it's, and right. her big play. Uh, you know, yeah, it was one of right. It's like yeah, if Miles right. Jack, if Miles Jack had a ton of interceptions and stuff, he'd be and you know picking off balls and going to the house with him. Remember, Derek Brooks did a lot of that if I remember that year. Uh, yeah. Is Miles Jack the number one linebacker still? Let's see. No, he's now at number four. And these are the guys in front of him per- Denzel Perriman, who hasn't played a lot of snaps. Of the guys who've played over most of the snaps, Levante David's number one, Bobby Wagner's number two, and Miles Jack is number three. Fred Warner is number four.
5: All good. Hey, by the
3: way, you take every one of those players right now. Darius Leonard is number five.
4: That's take a hell them all. Group. Yep. Yep.
1: Derek Brooks was the defense player of the year in 2002, and that year he had 118 tackles, three or no, five interceptions, three return for touchdowns. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
4: there you go. But I mean, if Absolute Miles Jack impact.
3: does that, he's going to get both.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Our next question from at CF Zellers. Oh, by the way. Yes, the way, Tony, defense, what?
5: Defense. And by the way they have the best defense in the NFL
1: that year too. They did. They absolutely did. Instead of okay, this this person wants to be the producer as well. Instead of the divisional power rankings, could you guys break down a few positions/position groups within the the division? Um sure. Like, I don't know like sure. what, how what? Gonna, I don't know.
3: Well, like who has the best offensive line? This seems in the like division.
1: more. Seems like more work is what it seems like. But okay.
3: Well, we could rank the we could rank the offensive lines right now if you wanted to. Go for it. Okay, rank them, Pete. Go. Colts one.
4: Texans four. <laughs> so now you <he's laughs> just got to figure out who's two and three. That's easy. Jaguars are two in your
3: book, and then the Titans yeah. are three. Yeah. You think the Titans are three if Lawan is healthy? No. It's closer, but I mean, you have Dennis Kelly. I'll
5: take Jawan Taylor over Dennis Kelly. I'll take Cam Robinson over Ty Sombrello. I'll take um, uh, AJ Can over what's his name? Uh, Sixty-four, who's the yeah. small college kid? Nate uh, Davis, Sa- Saffold,
3: and Norwell push Wash, and I'll and
5: take and I'll take Linda over Ben Davis.
3: Ben Jones, yeah. Ben Jones, sorry. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So, yeah. So okay, Jaguars had the second-best offensive line in the lead, in the division. No wonder why the teams in the division are struggling. Right, the line, the right. Particularly the Texans. Woo. Oof.
1: Oof. Rough. All right. Next question at D Marshall sixteen. Question to GM Pete: If he had the second pick, would he at all consider moving up to number one? This was yes, one of a few I questions would. like this uh, today. Yes, so I
3: would. would. You,
11: yeah. I'm okay, sure you would.
3: If I could go, go from two to one and give up my other first-round pick plus a three or something and I can make that happen, I'm going up. You're not going up for Trevor Lawrence that much. The only way you're going from one to two or two to
5: one with Trevor Lawrence on the board, you're giving up your other one, your right. two,
3: your second. And third,
4: maybe so next you, year uh, too. One,
3: so you're giving up your first, another your second this year, and a third. Yeah, and you might have to give up a second. And would I do or it? Second, or you might, or you might, have to, and you might have to give up a first, first or second next, next year, year too. Yeah. Give up? I wouldn't give up. Well, <laughs> give up a one this. I'd give up my one this year. I'd give up my two next year, and I'd give up my two this year to go do it. I'd do that in a second. Would now, you?
1: It takes two to tango, of course.
3: Uh, okay, but why let's why say I, the Jets, the Jets say, okay, we like Sam Darnold, we don't love him, but we can get all that draft capital and move back one and get and get Fields and take our. We like him a lot too, not not as much as Lawrence, but all the other draft capital. What if they did
4: so that? So
3: I,
5: I would have to. I mean, based on what I know right now, Pete, probably, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> because I want to do a bunch of work on Lawrence and field. Like what's the difference between those two? I mean, I, in fairness, and you might know the answer to this. I haven't watched a ton of Justin Fields. I've watched, you know, a couple games of Trevor Lawrence and highlight.
1: Nobody's watched a I bunch mean, of Justin Fields this year. They haven't played much.
3: Yeah. And so like, I would want to do a bunch of work before I
5: Well, Saturday party.
3: afternoon, they play Indiana in a battle of undefeated.
1: It's a good game. Yep.
3: Yeah. So you can watch them on Saturday afternoon. I, I, look, I think there's a difference between Lawrence and Fields. Is it that much of a difference? That's to be determined. That's but, my
5: point. Like, you're giving up a bunch of draft capital that you can build around them. And by the way, you need to build this
3: defense back up. Okay. How much difference is there between Burrow and Herbert? Not enough to move up. Not enough to move up with that capital, right? No way. No.
4: no. no. So, yeah, it's interesting.
3: But I'm not and, and, sure I would. And if you're the Jets, you're dumping Darnold for for Lawrence, though.
4: Only if you get a dump, Adam Gase, too, because I'm not going to bring him in with Adam Gase. What What if you (laughs) –
3: I think Sam Darnold's going to go to the 49ers when they get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo and play for Kyle Shanahan. He's going to be perfect in that offense. He'd be pretty good in that offense.
5: I'm still a big Sam Darnold believer, but I don't know if it's because he's an SC guy. Or
3: because I really, I mean, I, I just think he's been. How do you evaluate that guy? You can't evaluate him.
4: Was the fact he that he around...
3: won, the fact that he won six, went six and two the last eight games of the season
5: last year with that team right. is right. remarkable. Yeah. Interesting.
1: One more question tonight uh, from at stew underscore Witters. Hey guys, your assessment, please. Does Minshew make the TD throw that Luton made? And would he have driven them for the go-ahead touchdown at the end of the game? Based on your answers, what's the plan for quarterback?
3: Uh, no, he wouldn't have made the throw. And who the heck knows if he would have driven them for the touchdown at the end of the game. And the plan for the quarterback is to play Luton this week against Pittsburgh. Good defense. If he shows well, then he stays in there. If he's a disaster, then he got a decision to make. Yeah, I think the
5: bigger question about Minshew with the, the arm strength issues that we have, how would he have functioned in the
3: in that win in Green Bay? Well, considering most of the games he plays, looks
4: like it's windy conditions. Probably not so good. You're a bad person, to Pete Prisco. Um, I don't
5: think he makes the uh, throw that Luton does. But I don't know. I don't think he does. Um I don't think. Who knows in the drive? Now the one thing that uh, Gardner does better than Luton is scramble around. So maybe he scrambles around and finds someone underneath. He break a tackle. I mean, who knows? Would you have been in that situation of Gardner? I really question how would he have functioned in the in the going into the wind when you have to drive the ball to really um, be accurate or have any accuracy at all. How would he have handled it? I don't know.
3: Yeah, I don't. I play Luton. That.
5: Oh, I would too. I'd play Luton going forward. I mean, this week. And then after this week, I'll let you know I want to play him the following week.
3: It doesn't matter.
1: I'll let you know I mean, on Monday every much week.
3: You're not from him this week, are you? Expecting a win, Pete.
1: Yeah, come I'm on. I right, lock it. Oh, lock it, boy. Lock it, lock
3: it. Hey, the history says they play the Steelers tough all the time. They
1: do. I like this. That's coming up a little later. We might have a lock on our hands tonight. That's it for the social questions.
3: Don't let him lock anything. He locked 11 wins. and Look how that worked out. I never locked 11 (laughs) wins.
4: Never.
3: (laughs) You said it,
1: though. You might not have (laughs) locked it, but it did come out of your mouth. Uh, Let's come back in a moment. We'll go around the AFC South, the all-important divisional power rankings, and the not-so-powerful draft order. That's all coming up. And then we'll go around the National Football League. Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars digital
11: network.
9: Hanania Subaru of Orange Park would like to present our new dealership with over 13 acres of vehicles to choose from and our new online buying program, iBuy. You decide how much of your buying experience you do online. Browsing, value your trade, picking your payments, financing. Just go to SubaruofOrangePark.com. Pick out your vehicle and click iBuy to begin. Become an iBuy preferred customer at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park, your local Subaru superstore.
0: Jaguars fans, game day is back. And this year, we've teamed up with Jameson to add another win to your week with official Jaguars and Jameson branded collectible stadium cups. They're only available for a limited time in the Jacksonville metro area. So grab yours today, pour a smooth Jameson ginger and lime and cheer on the Jags with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York.
12: Jaguars fans, let's tackle social injustice together on game days with Selfies for Change. Visit TIAABank.com slash Selfies for Change to take a virtual selfie with a Jaguars player and unlock a $5 donation to the Jaguars Foundation to help fight social injustice. Share your photo on Instagram or Twitter using hashtag Selfies for Change, so more fans can be part of the movement. Join us on game days at TIAABank.com slash Selfies for Change. TIAA Bank is the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
7: Hey Jags fans, heading to TIAA Bank for a game? Take advantage of Jags Pay and keep your stadium transactions touch-free. Jags Pay is an all-new partnership between the Jaguars and Tap It to give our fans a contactless payment option for all concessions and merchandise. It's fast, safe, and easy to use. Just download the official Jaguars app on any mobile device, tap Jags Pay, and set up your secure payment method. You're all set. To learn more, visit Jaguars.com slash Jagspay. See you at the bank.
0: Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by Dreamfinder's Homes. Homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill. Everyone's invited, and Adeco. Visit com.
10: I think I, you know I had a lot of confidence coming into this game. Uh, going through practice this week, I, I felt confident in my role and uh, my position on this team. And, and uh, you know, I, I think that going back and looking at the tape, there'll be some plays that you know I wish I had back, and, and plays that I think I need to make. You know to you know, to be the quarterback for this team and, and to put us in a position to win games. But, you know, I feel confident uh, it will be good to go watch it and, and try to just improve again this week.
1: It's Jake Luton, Jaguars quarterback. We're back. Jaguars happy hour. Yes. Coming down the stretch here on a Monday afternoon, J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Basselli. Let's go around the AFC South. Recap the division yesterday, and on Thursday, Tony had to call this game. What, Tony, what? Could you, like, what
5: happened there coming back? Like, the microphone was, was not on.
1: I have no idea. I don't control that. All, all
3: right, right, all right Wait on. a second. So, Joe did us all a favor. He you turned your mic off?
1: Well, I mean, I can, I'll i <laughs> gladly leave, and you guys can do this on Monday. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever you'd like. Um, the Colts over the Titans, 34-17. to 17. And, uh, Tony, you were at this game.
5: Yeah, it was uh, – the Titans came out fast. I mean, they went right down the field against the number one um, ranked defense in the NFL, like no problem. Just boom, 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 And then they, you know, get, get the, tight, uh, the Colts out on a fourth down conversion, which I was surprised. I mean, Frank Reich was super aggressive from the start. And then on second down, I think it was, maybe it was third down, A.J. Brown is one-on-one outside – and it's a perfect throw by Tannehill, and he has a step and a half on Xavier Rhodes, and it hits AJ Brown in uh, in the hands, and he drops it. If he catches it, it's an
3: 80-yard touchdown. Yeah, block. he he, pushed, he wasn't really a step and a half; he kind of pushed Xavier Rhodes to the side. I don't care;
5: it doesn't matter. If he catches right. it, it's a house yeah. call. Still
3: open. Oh, and could, it, would be, it would
5: have been it would have been 14 nothing, and I yep. think the game goes different. Anyways, the Titans really dominated the first half. They're up 17-10 or 17-13 going a half. In the second half, it was like the Colts went in at halftime and said, you know what, Um, let's go find the Baltimore Ravens' 2001 defense, and we're going to shut down the Titans, and we're going to roll offensively. Well, then they they blocked the punt, and they had a shank punt, too, remember? No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, but everything went their way from special teams. I mean, they dominated the game. And the big play was it was – I think it was either tied or they had a three-point lead. Um, No, I think the Titans still had the lead. Anyways – Derek Henry gets the ball and runs the ball three straight times for like 20 yards and gets hurt, hurt right. his shoulder, came out three and out, and that was it. The game was over,
3: and it was done. One good thing to come out of that game for me for the Colts is Michael Pittman looked legit, and they need to get him going. You know, T. Y. Hilton. Uh, I don't know, Pete. I, I'm not. I, I
5: like Pittman. I'm not saying he can't be an answer. But that Titans defense is so bad. Oh,
3: they are
4: bad. I God, know.
5: they couldn't get off the field. They can't rush the passer. They can't cover.
4: Hey, how many
3: sacks do you have this year? Me, personally? None, right? Yeah, none. do you have? None. JP has none. I know, and, Jay- have none. and Jadavion Clowney has not has none either. <laughs> it's unbelievable. How, how can people look at him and think he's an elite pass rusher in any way, he's shape, or form?
1: He's not. The so the, um, yeah. So there you go. They have the,
3: problem. They have problem.
1: Colts got the win. The Browns over the Texans in one of the ugliest football games you'll see. The Browns ran for 231 yards. The game was delayed by like 30 minutes because of lightning in the area. There were 50 mile weather. hour winds. I hate weather. I hate weather games. It was nasty. And then it was 10 to seven. What the heck is that in this t- day and age?
3: Well, it should have been seventeen-seven. I mean, but he was Chuck smart Ray- to
1: go down. He was smart to go down,
5: yeah. though. He ran out of bounds. ended the game.
3: I, I people were going nuts. I could see. You know what the spread on that game was? Four. <laughs> yeah. He went and he went down. Uh, he he made the wise move. He's smart. I give him a lot of credit because that's the only chance, long shot to win, no matter if he scores or not. But the only chance they had was if he does score. He's smart.
1: So, that uh, goes
3: Pete, does that, Pete, does
5: that game worry you at all? Cleveland coming here against the Jags with that rushing attack they had? Yeah, they
3: can run. Yeah, it. And they, they got run back. They both went over 100 yesterday. They 100
1: did. Yes.
3: Like I said, 1 in 15, Tony.
1: <laughs> they both had 19, <laughs> 19, <laughs> 19 carries yesterday. All right, uh, the Packers, of course, over the Jaguars 24-20. So, let's get the all-important, gotta have them, always need them, love to hear them, ASC South Power Rankings. I'll let go you guys ahead, pick John, who goes go first. first. I don't care.
5: <laughs> um, I'm going to go um, Colts first. I mean, they won the matchup. It looks like they're the better team right now, especially with that Titans defense. are going Titans 2. Um, I make, I'm saying the Jaguars <laughs> are three based on how they played against the Packers and the uh, Texans played against the Packers and how abysmal the uh, Texans
1: were against the uh, Browns. And I'm going to go uh, Texans four. And the officiating in last week's game, too. You're still mad about that. We probably. should we,
5: we okay. have won, bo- won both the last two games because officials, um, they're out. They really took advantage of us, and we should have won both
3: games. Okay, I've had the uh, the Colts number one pretty much all the way through. They're the best team. The Titans are two. The Texans are three. They beat the Jaguars twice. Pony. How, how can you put them ahead of them? The officials Pete. the officials. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then uh, the Jaguars are fourth. And if they're lucky, that eight will be a 15, and they'll have a quarterback next year.
4: <laughs> there you have it the,
3: um,
4: the AFC
1: South power rankings by, now, the way, yes. by the
3: way you know what you guys don't tell me you were not sitting there Monday night rooting for the Jets like crazy
1: that was I kinda, might I have been was, I was rooting for the Jets <laughs> a little bit sure uh, let's All right, come well, back let's do the dra- no we'll, we going to we'll, do the draft what well, about the draft Oh, i are gonna do it when we come back we can do it now fine let's well, do it now let's do it now
5: we the, I thought we'd look around the league at the at
1: last segment let's do that We'll do that. Here, are the current not so powerful rankings for draft order as they stand today: the New York Jets, the least powerful at 0 and 9; the Jaguars at 1 and 8, right behind them, and then five teams or four teams rather at 2 and 7. The Cowboys would pick third. Washington at 2 and 7. The LA Chargers, and then the Texans are 2 and 7. But the Dolphins get that pick. Cincinnati is 2, 6, and 1. They would pick seventh. So, well, the, the, know, the, charge,
3: the Chargers are going to win again. That's a no-brainer. And, and the Cowboys will probably win again in that bad division. I, I, I don't think the Redskins win again.
1: They're not them anymore.
4: Well, the, it's the football
1: team, Tony. They're the Washington Tony.
5: football team. Oh, sorry. What, football team. I keep on
3: forgetting. Sorry. Um, here's the thing. If you're, If you won one more, you'd like the Cowboys to be a team that's got two because they're not going to take a quarterback. You'd like the Bengals to be a team that has two because they're not going to take a quarterback. You'd like the Chargers well, to no, be but the, a team
5: that... No,
3: but the, hold on. The Bengals
5: have a game-and-a-half
3: lead over you because they have the tie.
4: That's right. That's right.
3: Yep. So you have to get the three to get ahead of the Bengals. But, like, the Cowboys won't take a quarterback. The Chargers won't take a quarterback. Who are the Who's the other team? The, the Washington the football, football team will. Will. And who's the other one? That's it. I thought there was one more.
1: Was Miami's but, in there. Houston but it's Miami, oh, Miami's, Miami's pick not take
4: Miami's, take, it. Miami's, yeah, Miami's not there Miami's
1: so, there the problem so is already,
4: though if they if they don't need a quarterback then they're open to deal the pick well you trade up then maybe not with you like it they should have done the trade up to go get Herbert this year
5: wow
3: well they could have gone the
1: four
5: where, and where are the, where are the Rams picking right now
1: Rams currently would be standby. Like they would be 20, 25th. 20. 25th. Oof, oof.
3: We need to get them some losses, Pete. 25th. But that, that player is going to be a, a nice supplemental, piece. That's where you get your tight end. And it's a good tight end class. That's where you get your tight end. If you say so. There you what? have it. Or you get a lineman or you get a left tackle. You might get a, like because the tackle. You know how the back. There's usually a run on tackles in that spot. Um, you might get the, the kid at Notre Dame's playing well. The kid at Michigan. There's a couple. And those guys aren't going to go that high, but they can go in that area if you don't re-sign Cam Robinson.
1: What number was Taven? What number was Taven Bryan picked? I'm
3: just asking. I don't know. I thought he was like 29, 28. Yeah, 29, I think. Yeah.
1: Just saying. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he was in that window.
4: Yeah.
3: Doesn't mean they're all going to be bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's come back. We'll go around the league. The not-so-powerful rankings segment It's going swimmingly. It's Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars digital network.
8: At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Dailies, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, more quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash, made fresh, Dailies.
0: change without notice equal housing opportunity
14: in florida bicyclists have the same rights and responsibilities as everyone else on the road so when you ride follow the rules always wear a helmet and use lights on your bike and drivers watch for cyclists give them space to ride and don't forget when making that right on red look to your right first to see if a cyclist is approaching in the bike lane we all have a responsibility to keep ourselves and each other safe alert today alive tomorrow because safety doesn't happen by accident This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation.
11: Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas, Tito'sVodka.com. Oi,
10: bonjour.
14: If you have an accident, the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier. That's why at Fair and Farah, we have a team as diverse as our clients. So no matter what language you speak, we'll fight for your voice.
3: Farah and Farah, here for you aqui
13: para todos
4: here for all jackson
1: Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. Final few minutes here. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. Let's go around the National Football League in week 10 and get to the scores from yesterday. Buccaneers over the Panthers 46 to 23. The Bucs put up 46 yesterday. Tom Brady. Oh, Jones had a big day on the ground, though, Pete.
3: Yeah, he had the long run for 98 yards, but but when you look at that, that was going to be one of those games where they regrouped and took it out on somebody. Remember how bad they were uh, against the Saints? They regrouped, and they looked good, and Antonio Brown was actually a factor in the offense. All three receivers caught a bunch of balls, so watch out for them going forward.
1: Did you see the story on him today that there was a report that he broke some security camera at a place?
3: You know, I think we had seen that down here on the news earlier. Uh, it was in October. Okay. Yeah, he broke. It was at at a development. He was trying to get in and move in, and they wouldn't let him in. I remember seeing it. Got it. Well, and, uh, Tampa's saying they're they are they aware of the situation when okay. they signed him. Okay. Well, of course, he had like nine catches yesterday.
5: <laughs> <laughs> speaking of my, but speaking of non NFL, but Miami, to going back to our conversation earlier about COVID, you see that and you know, how it affects football. I just read a thing on Twitter that um, University of Miami is can't uh, is rescheduling the next two games because of uh, COVID.
1: Oh. Wow. Yeah. Because that on the team. Play.
5: They barely got the game in the other day. They said. Yeah, that's oh. so what I'm saying. But I mean, that's I mean, that's what you have to worry about this whole thing. I mean, if it gets in a team and starts spreading, man, it's it's tough to tough to control.
1: Because I know in the SEC, you have to have at least 53 scholarship players to be able to play the football game, and and some of those numbers. I uh, can spike up in a hurry. All right, so let's move along now. Detroit over Washington, 30-27 to 27 yesterday and a field goal at the end of the game.
3: Did you see Chase Young at the end of that game? They, they, they tied the game up, and Chase Young roughed the quarterback on a terrible decision and gave him a chance to kick that game-winning field goal. Otherwise, they have no shot, and they go to overtime. Bad, bad decision. Mm-hmm. Was it a bad Was it a bad, oh, he took about bad three call? Ste- no, he took about three steps and pushed him. It was terrible. Dumb.
1: Mm. Giants okay. over the Eagles, 27-17. The division's
9: terrible.
3: You know what, though? Joe Judge has done a good job with that team. They're, get, you, they're getting week, better, Pete. They're getting better. Yeah, they remind me of the Dolphins from the last year. They, they have a, a lot of young players that are starting to get better, and he's, he's doing a good job. Wasn't he, I like what they're doing.
1: Wasn't he taking heat like for, in, for his training camp methods, and yes. he's a hardliner you know, you know, and all that?
3: We know, got we know, plenty of other guys who took heat uh. for their training camp methods and turned out to be good coaches. <laughs> it's
1: true. Uh, all right, so the uh, next ball game, Arizona, the, the Hale Murray. What a play that was to end up Arizona over Buffalo.
9: Well,
5: the two things about that thing is, one, the athletic ability of Kyler Murray to be rolling to his left and with the flick of his wrist, throw it 55 yards. The, the dude has a hoe on his right hand. I mean, There are the right about three, four, three or four guys in the league that could do that. Unreal. And then the next thing was, I mean, that's truly a 50-50 ball. And when I say 50-50, 50% chance Hopkins is coming down with that. And then spread the other 50% around the three or four guys from
3: the Buffalo Bills around Hopkins of getting it. I
5: mean, he is—he's
3: unreal. That wasn't even a hail mary. That play wasn't designed as a hail mary because it was only there was only one guy there and three defenders. That you could see the guys running the routes on the other side. He was going to try and hit another play, but then he got flushed out of the pocket and realized it and took the shot down the field. But well, the
5: mistake—the mistake they made there—they should have had rushing three, have a bunch back, and then bump and run the receivers and redirect them and force Murray to hold the ball.
3: Why don't te- why do teams always have the linebackers in the middle of the field on those plays? I don't get it. So They're in no, no man's land. Blitz them.
5: <laughs> go get them.
3: The Raiders.
1: Well, I, don't
5: uh, I, I don't know if I'd go get Kyler Murray. I probably have
3: redirected the receivers. And Tony, he's not running 55 yards with all those guys back there. He might run 30 or 25. Go get him. Those those guys in no man's land do nothing. They're always on the video doing another.
1: I agree. Let's get through the rest of these games. The Raiders over the Broncos. Raiders now 6 and 3 Pete.
3: Hey, give them credit cuz they looked like they were going off the rails and now they've won 3 straight. They got Kansas City this week and they beat them already. And the game's in Vegas. Give Gruden and Paul Gunther cuz the defense was a mess. They play him better. Give them credit.
1: The Dolphins over the Chargers, 29-21. Tua now has more wins as a Dolphins quarterback than Josh Rosen, Culpepper, Trent Green, Sage Rosenfels, Cleo Lemon, John Beck, Tyler Thigpen combined.
3: There's another well-coached team. They block a punt again. They get, they get, they're good in a lot of areas. They don't have a ton of star power, but they play hard, and they're good in a lot of areas. He was just okay yesterday. Uh, he hasn't put up gaudy numbers, but they haven't needed him to.
1: Good quarterback. The, the,
3: the Chargers looked confused on offense yesterday. I think the Chargers are going to be making a coaching change. I, I mean, it's almost like you have to. And By the way, another guy who hasn't had a sack this year, Melvin Ingram.
14: Wow. Mm.
1: Rams 23, Seahawks 16. Big win for L.A. in that game yesterday, Pete.
3: Yeah, and they came out just like I thought they would with two weeks off and scripted the first drive without a field, got a field goal. And kind of set the tone. And, and Russell Wilson suddenly is turning the ball over all over the place.
5: Yeah, I don't think he's up for uh, the MVP any, any longer. No, he's
3: kind of played himself out of that one the last three weeks.
11: He certainly has.
5: That's what happens in this league. As soon as you think you got everything figured out, you know everything's going to happen and who's the best and who's doing what, it changes quickly. All right. And
3: big game Thursday, by the way, Arizona and Seattle
1: at yeah. Seattle. Big ball game. Saints game. over the Niners, Great 27-13. Game. Drew Brees has ribs broken and a collapsed lung. So, here comes Jameis Winston, maybe. Steelers over the Bengals, 36-10. And the Patriots beat the Ravens, 23-17. Those are the scores. Well, this is
5: all you need to know about New Orleans and Taysom Hill. Like, uh, like how Sean Payton says he loves Taysom Hill as a quarterback. And, you know, we're gonna they paid him $16 million or something. I mean he's a gimmick player because Drew Brees gets hurt, gets hurt. Who do they put in? Jameis Winston is the back. Right.
3: Right. Jason Hill's not the quarterback. Jason no, hell no. If he is, good luck.
1: Time for Monday night football and a battle of teams hovering around five hundred. Get ready for the power running game of NFL rushing leader Dalvin Cook and the three and five Minnesota Vikings. They're headed to Soldier Field on the midway to face the 5-4 and four Chicago Bears, who've lost three straight. Matt Nagy said the Bears' backs are against the wall. Who you got tonight in the NFC North? First
5: one to 17
3: wins. I disagree. I think you're going to see more points than that in this game. And I think the Bears win it because they've owned the Vikings in Chicago. Owned them. They've won... At the last 12 meetings at Chicago, they've won 10 of them. And you know how many rushing yards the Vikings have in the last two games at Chicago? 60. They're going to limit Dalvin Cook. They're going to force uh, them to throw the football. We know Kirk Cousins at primetime. What is he, 0-9 in primetime? Bears win it. Wow. Just because Pete said that, Dalvin Cook one fifty tonight. Lock it!
1: Pete, are you locking <laughs> the Steelers <laughs> lock game? Lock Step out the Steelers' Jags quick. Lock? Yes or no?
3: Tony lock, lock it. You locking the Steelers?
5: Jaguars? I'm locking, I'm, I'm locking down. i going over
1: 150. Okay. <laughs> okay. No chance. All right. Uh, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. <laughs> yes. See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> Our entire crew. What a show. I'm J.P. Shadrick. See you next time. Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars digital network.